0: One purchased, one donated. That's the promise of Bombas, whose incredibly comfy socks, tees, and underwear go not only to you when you buy them, but also to people facing homelessness. So when you put on that buttery soft tee or realize you've developed a habit of reaching for Bombas socks, which I do, over every other pair in the drawer, you'll know that someone in need is having that same feeling. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to bombas.com slash hard things and use code hard things for 20% off your first purchase.
1: Okay, are we ready? Uh, uh, No, no. When we start. We're starting. I was born ready. Okay. I was born ready. I know. Go. Go.
0: Ooh, ooh. Uh, okay, uh, I don't know what's happening. Uh, well,
2: look, I'm just trying to get fired We're trying up. to have
1: a Friday is what's happening. Gonna, okay, Friday. do you hate joy? She do does. I do you hate I do hate joy. I it's do the hate weirdest. joy,
0: but I'm working on it. <laughs> it's Friday. Okay, here's the deal. Let's go. Welcome to We Can Do Hard Things. I'm surrounded by freaking joyful people. <laughs> my coffee's not done. My coffee is my joy and it will be inside of me soon. Welcome to Easy Fridays. We can do hard things, Pod Squad, and yes. we have proven it again and again. Every hour after hour after hour with these paradigm shifting conversations, today there will not be a paradigm shift to be found. <laughs> Thank God. All right. It's I'm an so, easy Friday.
1: Unless it's like a super undercover one. No. No flip in Somehow, like a Y'all, super secret one.
2: Th- this day is a day for me. <laughs> I just feel (laughs) deeply like I'm so connected to this easy Friday. When we record for Thursdays and Tuesdays, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I know this shit. Thank you for doing this Easy Fridays for somebody like me. I think it's funny to say Thursdays
0: and Tuesdays. I know. I don't. Thursdays I went backwards.
2: I just, I went backwards in my mind. Cause guess
0: what?
1: I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's Easy Fridays day. We're so crazy. We're reverse chronological. It's so crazy up in here on Friday. That's
2: the joy of Easy Fridays.
0: I'm kind of scared because we all know that I actually, I can do hard things. I'm good at doing hard things, but. I cannot do easy things that everyone else can do.
2: That is correct. <laughs> oh my God. That is so correct. That might be like the perfect difference between you and me. Yeah. You, you are really good at doing hard things and I am really good at doing easy things.
1: It's interesting. Like, I think Like winning Olympic exactly, gold medals. Exactly. Like easy things like that. Yes. Right.
2: But it was easier for me. <laughs> that was easier for me.
1: I will give you that. It was easier for you than it would have been for me.
2: Yeah. I I will give
1: you that.
0: So here we are going into Halloween weekend, Uh speaking of scary things. Okay. Scary. I want to tell you people and dogs, if you're listening. (laughs) I'm sure they are. What happened to me this weekend when we are speaking of scary things? Because I want to give you an example of not being able to do easy things. A lot of people can go to airports successfully, get on their planes, do all the things. Going to an airport by myself for me, you know those memes that are going around right now that are like a haunted house, but for me, an airport is a haunted house. I don't, it's so much chaos. There are so many things that could go wrong. They often do go wrong. There's lots of people moving fast, yelling. In the midst of a lot of of external chaos like that, I tend to go internal. And that is the worst thing that can happen at an airport, because then you're constantly missing your gate. You find, you see a bookstore. You see it as a, as a haven of joy and peace and comfort. You go into the bookstore, and then the next thing you know, your plane is gone. So I'm at the airport. This last week, I stress out. I go to the wrong gate. I'm. I only have a few minutes to go to the next gate. I go up to the gate person and I say, "Oh, this isn't the right gate, is it?" And she goes, "It's not." but we can do hard things.
2: Uh, Oh, did you really? That's funny. The point is- You're like, that's not helping me right now.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So I make it to my destination and I go into the hotel and I'm so proud of myself because I have made it through this situation, okay? But the hotel is a whole nother plethora of strange new experiences every (laughs) time, right? So I go into the hotel bathroom it's nighttime now. I have made it. All my stuff is in. I've got actually Bravo on the television. I go into the bathroom and I open up the little room where the toilet is. And this toilet is sitting there. I have, it looks like a spaceship. I don't know how to explain it. There's like buttons and little lights all over it. (laughs) And I open up the thing and the, the toilet seat rises magically And so I'm like, what is happening now? Something will probably happen. But I sit down on the toilet and then I look to my left and there's this panel of buttons. (laughs) Okay. It's just a panel of buttons. And I think maybe I just was drunk with my own power because I had made it through this day. And I thought I could try something different. Now when I mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. I should have kept you can't. You can't you can't try something different, Doyle. I can't try something different. How many different. times do we have to learn? No, and what's amazing is I have not told you this story yet, sister. I've only told two people in my life this story. Are you serious? You haven't told Sister? No. Oh, no.
2: this is my most exciting moment. So
0: I don't know what's happening with these buttons. <laughs> now, what I lose my mind in the face of technology. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just assume <laughs> it's not gonna work. So what I always do, which drives Abby nuts, is that I just push all the buttons. So annoying. I just push all mm. the buttons.
1: Certainly, if I just push all of them, I'll hit the right one, right? Mm. Yeah, you're covering all your bases. Right. It's- you're like, if I don't know which one to push, probably what'll work out well is if I push 12 of them. That's
2: right.
0: Many
1: times each. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I push all the buttons.
0: The next thing that happens, sister, is I'm sitting on the toilet and a geyser shoots into my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The effing toilet water attacks my ass.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Wait, have you already peed in it? Yeah, I already peed in it. I already peed in it. Okay, so your own piss is being shut up your ass.
2: No, no, no. No, it's coming from a different source. So, well,
1: we don't know because she's pressed all that. Oh,
2: that's interesting. But I just want to be clear that it's not pee water. I
1: thought it was going to flush. Okay. I I don't think anything is clear, Abby. (laughs) Nothing's
0: Nothing's clear. (laughs) clear. All right. So here's what happens to me. I'm attacked by the toilet from from the bottom up, okay? My brain goes- Literally. Yeah, my brain goes, oh, this must be one of those situations that they call a bidet, okay? Mm -hmm. Right? This is some kind Mm -hmm. of mechanical bidet. Mm -hmm. But- once again, and I've pressed so many buttons that they think I need the extra charge. Mount Vesuvius. Mm, so it's continuous? No. Does it keep oh, going no. oh, and going sister. and going? No, no she keeps pressing stop. buttons. So I keep pressing buttons so it will stop. Oh, sister? Yeah, because that'll stop it. Because yeah.
2: it'll keep going, though. Sister,
0: I was on that effing bidet geyser ass attacker for probably seven minutes. Okay, I could not get off because it was shooting so high like a geyser that I thought, well, I'm gonna the whole hotel room's gonna flood. <laughs> so, Better my ass than guys, these This child. was like a colonoscopy. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. I have a question. Yes, it, is there normally where there's peanut butter, there's jelly. Normally, where there's a bidet, there's a toilet. Was there another structure that looked no, less? No, Like a- There was one toilet. Uh.
2: Yeah, so this is a new- Oh, it was
1: like the European washer-dryers? Yes. It
2: was all one? So Glennon is <laughs> sitting on this toilet. I and she doesn't up. have a phone because she didn't go to the bathroom with her phone. Because I sure as hell would have called Allie and, so she's and said, just how do I this there. geyser
0: out of my ass? She's just sitting there. <laughs> and then at one point, I kept pressing the button that said oscillating. So then it, the <laughs> geyser would move from my vulva all the way back to my ass and back and forth, <laughs> geysering me from front to back. <laughs> what well, was that? Nice? It sounds kind of nice. No, it wasn't nice. It was an attack. She wasn't expecting it. She didn't know what she was getting into. Well, I also didn't know how I was ever going to get out. Okay. So in my mind, I'm like, what am I going to have to call the people and say, I'm sorry, but your bidet attacked me and there's nothing else I could do. So can you come up and turn it off? Anyway. Right. Right, so I finally oh, have pressed, and I, I stopped God. doing anything. I remember that line from the. Simpsons. Well, that was
1: a good call. Yes. Yeah. yes. After, how many
0: minutes did it take you to figure out how to stop doing? At nothing? least five solid minutes. Now, five minutes doesn't sound okay. like a lot until you've been sitting on a geyser. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I was actually worried for my own health. I was like, "What's is this? Okay, is it okay?" So I I very sheepishly get off the toilet. Climb into bed. I decide to stop doing anything. Does it I was dry just basically you? in bed peeing for hours. Like it was just like coming out.
2: Oh the my geyser. God. Because
0: what goes up must come down. <laughs> <laughs> I I told you.
2: Uh-huh. I I could not stop laughing.
0: This is why it's so dangerous to leave the house. You know, new experiences, so Ugh. many buttons, so many gates, so many noises. <laughs>
1: That's so many things that could <laughs> yeah, go wrong. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. That's That's terrifying. So haunted house, but it's a toilet with 12 buttons.
0: Buttons. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Have you seen those haunted house memes that are going around? They're the best. Oh my
1: God. I love it. I pulled some because I think they're so funny. A haunted house, but it's just receiving a text message that says, call me oh
0: god with no with no um punctuation Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing yeah that's the worst that's
0: oh no chels the second night anyone says call me we need a meeting I just assume everyone's mad at me
2: well I mean yesterday one of our kids texted us and I was like hey could you call me for a minute everything's fine just I would love to chit chat you read it to me and I was like oh my gosh What do you think is wrong?
0: Yeah. Our kid says, nothing's wrong. Everything's good. Don't worry. And we hear (laughs) something terrible has happened. Call me right now. Yeah.
2: What?
1: That's correct. That's correct. A haunted house, but it's rooms full of people who have literally told you their names three seconds ago, but then the person you're with asks you to introduce them.
2: It's gone. Terrifying. Nobody remembers names. We should all just have like, we should all have like a one name that, that we just go with. We should all have the same name. (laughs) Well, also-
1: (laughs) We, we should all have the same And then this is the the thing of nightmares. So brace yourself. A haunted house, but it's just a coffee shop that only serves decaf.
2: No, that's not a coffee shop. One of the things that I think is important about Halloween that I just really want to talk about, why do we want to terrify ourselves? Oh my god. Like what is this about? I remember when I was a kid and it was like fun and exciting, but like now that I'm an adult, I'm like that's just actually traumatic. I know. I'm convinced it's just that people just want to feel something.
0: Like everybody's just like a little bit dead inside and it takes somebody jumping out with a freaking chainsaw and a scary mask to like feel something. I, for one, don't need that extra, just a toilet scares the shit out of me. (laughs) I
2: mean, I just remember those haunted hay rides that like we'd go on and the people would come up with with a chainsaw. And I was too young to understand that there was no chain on the saw I was t- terrified. I know. It's so mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: get Some it. Some people are so it into is weird. it. We have a kid who's so into it. Yes. So into the terrifying movies. For me, a haunted house, but it's just actually a haunted house. <laughs> yes. Like walking around <laughs> with anything jumping out at you. Yeah. Which those is-
2: mirror houses, those mirror, like where you can't get out. And I, I never was one of those oh people that God. could see the exit. I was the kid that was like, bam, running straight <laughs> into the mirror. Bam. <laughs> get out here. I can't get out. I'm just gonna sit and just sit in there, and then I'm stuck. Abby, I feel like you like scary movies. Do you like scary movies? No, I mean when I was a kid, I think it was like a. I thought watching scary movies was like the gateway to adulthood. So I was like, oh yeah, I can, Ah. uh, I can handle this. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, no, I don't want to be scared. There's way too much horror in the real world to manufacture this shit.
0: Well, I think that you're always watching scary movies. But they're not horror movies. They're To me, a scary movie is any movie that has a conflict.
2: Yeah, yeah. mystery or like action. <laughs> right,
0: any movie that I, is not a rom-com that I haven't seen already 60 times. I want to watch movies where I know what's going to happen because in real life, I don't know what's going to happen. Why would I also want to enter another experience where I don't freaking know what's going to happen? I want to be able to recite the movie. From start to finish, I have seen one um situation that I think I was like, "Oh, maybe this is why people also like scary movies is our daughter one of our daughters loves scary movies with her friends. Mm-hmm. And when I peek in on what's going on, I can see that a scary movie that a bunch of people are watching together creates a together experience, yeah, when you're watching a movie with people and everybody's in their own little world, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scary movie. Creates these like jump scares or whatever where they're all like holding each holding other, each other yes. and responding yes. to each other. So maybe that's it. Maybe there's like a forced in the momentness and a forced, which is why I don't want it, but like a forced in the momentness and a forced group connectedness. It's yeah. almost like, why do people like roller coasters? Because yeah. it's like we have a kid who's super brainy and who loves roller coasters. And I've always thought, oh, it's because they want to be like getting in their body. Yeah, in the body. Yeah.
1: So could that? Yeah, that's true. That's psychologically true. That they're. Oh, here she goes. She's gonna make easy Friday scary.
0: What's that? I said, "Oh, here she goes. She's gonna make easy Friday hard. (laughs) She's gonna make fun Halloween boring."
1: Go. (laughs) (laughs) It's a conduit for social bonding. There's this Ah, all all of this um, study by Zhang in of Johns Hopkins, and it was consuming horror in a group bonds and connects family and friends because it is linked to oxytocin that's the hormone that is these feelings of closeness and affinity Mm. so when you watch horror movies with with your friends you are all experiencing oxytocin together and then you feel a sense of closeness with them Mm. that makes sense that's so great yeah cool I get that I get that all right Halloween but I think there's something that's happening with you Glennon which is this there's All of this stuff that says that you could only like horror and scary things if you have what's called a protective frame. And it's this idea that you can only get pleasure from being horrified if you have these things where you know that you are physically safe Mm -hmm. and that you can detach from what's happening. It's Uh, not real. Yeah. And that you can save yourself from whenever the situation it is. And so this is, this makes sense, right? This is why people who have experienced war don't watch war movies. Mm-hmm. Right? They did studies where they showed that like the higher the GDP, the more like wealth and ease of conditions, the greater consumption of horror, wow. even if it's equally available, because the idea is that you don't have the psychological protective frame. Mm-hmm. Your life Is too scary Mm -hmm. to be able to disassociate from what you're watching.
2: Yeah.
0: Totally. Which is
1: why I bet, like, highly empathetic people. Yes. Because
0: what do I say? That's true. It makes me so mad every time you say what? Don't be afraid. It's not not real. real. It's not real. And I'm like, that is so not true. (laughs) This is real for somebody somewhere. Yeah. Like this. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Oh, this murder that's happening on my Netflix. Okay. It's not real right now to that actor but this thing that they're play acting a bunch of people have mm-hmm. experienced all over the world in this moment it is real it's all real it's all i'm saying
1: yeah <laughs> it is true. somebody somewhere the more empathetic you are the yeah. the less you like these things yep and women like it less and i think that is not coincidental to the fact that women are very often like being pursued and stalked and killed in all these movies—it's sure. like why do we like that? And by the way, can we do an episode at some time about like the datelines and the true crime? Yes, everywhere? I like, will. You know I- what? I'm gonna.
2: I Abby am saying I will head host. Oh, well, you'll <gasps> have head to host, look out. Is, I won't be there. It is my head hosting job now to do because I love the murder mystery stuff. I am so into it and it's because I am not as empathetic as you, you two are
0: (laughs) going to say, we're going to, we would have different approaches to that, to that episode. So you do it.
1: You do it for all those people that like that shit. Okay. I do think that part of it though, there's like this excitement and joy and then there's this like anticipation and terror. And for me, I think the feeling is like relief. Post intensity relief. Yeah. And for me, I don't know the difference between happiness and relief. Mm. Yeah, like I hear that. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. every oh God, thank God that bad thing didn't happen. Just over and over and over all day long. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to work on that though too. Because that's adrenaline, fight or
0: flight, up and down, relief totally. Get that. And then there's this like kind of contentedness situation that is not that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I get that completely. Relief is the the happiest thing.
1: One of life's most prevalent paradoxes that I often note is a closet full of clothes, but nothing to wear. But people who say that about their closet haven't shopped at Quince. I'll put my money on that. Quince is my and soon to be your go-to for high quality yet affordable luxury essentials from organic cotton to washable silk and sparkling jewelry. I am currently obsessed with all of their belt bags. Do you know this? They're the kind of bags that you can sling over the front of you, the kind that are actually like attached to a belt around your waist and there's even like nylon ones that I've bought. They are under 30 bucks and they are really good for active wear and also hands-free. This is what I'm talking about. The new bag of the future is hands-free and they are super inexpensive at Quince. Love them. Check them out. The best part is Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, which not only helps us trust the quality and origin of the pieces, but also cuts out unnecessary extra costs, and allows us to bask in the savings. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash hard things for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash hard things to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash hard things. We have some pod squatters Yay. who have called in. Oh, good! They're Halloweeny weeny.
2: Halloweeny weenie. Scary things. Halloweeny <clears throat>
1: weeny. Scary happy theme. Wonderful. <laughs> Let's hear from Amanda. Hey,
3: Blennon and Abby and sister. I was listening to your creativity, chemistry, and planning podcast, and I just had to stop it and say thank you because. It's exactly what I needed to hear today. By the way, my name's Amanda too. And about just you needing to have fun and I need to have fun and play it. And sometimes that means either out loud, but probably more in my mind telling people to fuck off. For example, yeah. I love dressing up in costumes and Halloween, what greater time to dress up? Cool. Well, in past years I have children I dressed up, and I dressed up with my kids, and I've had moms literally kind of make fun of me for dressing up, like, who are you to dress up? This is about the kids, and so I was doubting if I should do it this year, and your podcast and just listening to Sister talking about the flame and Abby saying, like, do one thing every day just made me think you know what yeah fuck off yes I'm gonna dress up I'm gonna dress up not because my kids want me to and not because anyone else wants me to or doesn't want me to but because it's fun for me and I like it so fuck off yes Anyway, thank you just for the support of your podcast and just like reminding all of us what is important and that it is important to have fun and sometimes people, I think, are so afraid to have fun themselves that they judge other people who are having fun. That's right. right.
2: Amanda. That's right. That's right. And if if anybody gives you the side eye, fuck off.
1: (laughs) Just tell them. (laughs) But don't you think with anything where people are doing what they want to do, it unsettles the ecosystem because it's like, but you can't just go around doing whatever you do. And I'm mad that I see you doing what you want to do because I'm restraining myself from doing what I want to do in a totally different sphere or lane, you know? I love dressing up. I love dressing up for Halloween. And by the way, this doesn't just extend, I think, to the Halloween thing. Amanda was going to not dress up or was considering it because she got sort of made fun of for dressing up. And I'm sure it was like in a subtle way. But how many times do we kind of self-police not even in dressing up, just like I want to put this on today Mm -hmm. or I want to wear this eyeliner or I want to wear no makeup? We're constantly doing that. But I feel that feel that so much. I don't,
0: I had to do the speaking event last week and I had to put on a suit and I was like, why do I have to do this? I don't, well, I feel like I have a costume on. Why can't I just go to this thing and just wear what I want to wear? You can. No, I, I don't feel like I can. I you think, can. I think I if do. I went and I was, no, you wear a, a suit jacket or I don't, something. not every
2: time. Sometimes I do because I'm feeling a little bit more like dressing up. Oh, but you feel time. like you just do it it's when you want always to. always only, because I- I know for me and the person that when I go out into the world I know that I'm giving somebody else permission to do the same. I think that people going to these, you know, conferences or whatever that I'm speaking at, when I get up there and I'm wearing, you know, casual, oftentimes the attire says business casual, and I just take the casual to the to the nth degree.
0: You, you're, <laughs> you're like, you well, see it 50% as, right. Yeah. You see it as business or casual. Yeah. I choose casual.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to say? Like you're dressed inappropriately? No. And so when I'm up there, I know that there's another person who might look like me or might feel like they want to be more comfy. So you don't have to. And
0: did you say sister that you love dressing up for Halloween? Did I just hear you say that?
1: Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. Oh my God. Are you going to dress up this year? Well, yes, but I haven't figured out what yet. So I have like two days. I think you would make a good witch. I have heard that more than
2: once. (laughs) I want to just say this one thing. Amanda, the person who called in one of my friends long ago, she was a massage therapist on the national team. Angie, she and her husband Got married in Wonder Woman and Superman costumes. Wow. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. And
2: she posts it, this picture, every year on on her social. I remember looking at it for the first time being like, what did she do? She's going to totally wreck this. <laughs> But she she, does it. She posts it every year. Every year she posts it. And it's like, oh, those are people that are of joy. And they are doing what they want.
0: Nobody said to them, you must wear a Superman and a Wonder Woman. It came from inside them. They are building by design and not default. Yes.
1: Oh my God. You've just struck on something. How, it is weird as shit when you think about it. That for a celebratory day, That's so weird that everyone's wearing the exact same shit.
2: Yep. It is weird. It is so weird. These weird little costumes that you wear on the most important day of your life. And you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm just going to stand here uncomfortable the whole fucking day because these pictures are going (laughs) to matter. And Angie, my friend, is proof that that is not true. I think we should go to the next caller. All right. Let's hear from Leslie.
4: Hi, my name is Leslie. I am a therapist. I am about to sit for my LCSW gym here in Virginia. And I'm (gasps) going to tell you that I did not know how to say no to things, even though I tell my clients all the time to say no. And I had a mini breakdown this morning because I had signed up to do tricker fucking trunk treat, or I don't know (laughs) what it's called, but I signed up because I wanted to be that mom. And I had said, yes, I'll do this thing that I didn't want to do, but I felt like I should do it because I wanted to be that mom. And I said, yes, and I'm not creative. And I was panicking about it. And then I got the email giving me the instructions about how to do it. And I freaked out because I have this big exam coming and I don't have enough time to study anyway. And I was sitting in the bathroom <laughs> crying and I decided I can say no. So yes. I texted my wife who was in the other part of the house. And I, and she said, no, you can do it. And I said, no, I don't have to do it because the podcast tells me I can say no. So I don't have a question. Well, actually I've lots of questions, but I'm not going to ask any of them. Thank you all. And you know, like everyone else says, you are a light in the world. And I listen to you every week and you help me be a better therapist. And I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Leslie. I love her so much. So I good. love her. I love her.
2: So what is she talking about? The Halloween trunk or treat? Oh Oh my God. Trunk or treat. It's where you go and there's a parking
0: lot and then everybody opens up their their trunks and then the kids go around and they
1: take candy out of the trunk.
2: This is to like.
1: But it's not just that. You have to decorate Decorate the shit out of it and you have to be. See, this is a question. I have so many questions. Like, like Leslie, I have many questions. (laughs) Why are we always making things more? Exactly. Like. Why? It used to be you just looked around your house, put some shit on that's you, right. went around the neighborhood, right. and now it's like, well, that's not good enough. Yep. That's not festive enough. We have to have the trunk or fucking treat. Yes. And we have to have a school Halloween and we have to have a home Halloween. And we have to have a parking it's just lot like, Halloween. Enough. Here's the other thing I will say. My first of all, she said she's not creative. She is a social worker. In the making. That is the definitively most creative. Yeah. fucking creative. You know what else is so, creative?
0: Sitting in your freaking bathroom and texting your wife, I'm not doing it. Yeah, That's creative. Yeah. I love that shit. Yes. I'm not ready to say it face to face, so I will text it from the bathroom.
1: Right. And I also love this thing. Her wife says, you can do it. Okay, let's stop right there. Mm-hmm. Of course we can fucking do it. Exactly, We can do anything the question should not be can you do it mm-hmm. can you pull it together to get it done can you make it happen can you gather your resources and get the 47,000 things done that is not the question the question is should you? do you want to do that yes this? yes and she says <clears throat> i don't want to do that right. of course i can do it i don't want to do it I love it. And I love it. I feel like if more
0: people said no, that they didn't want to do it, then we would all stop doing the extra more stupid things that nobody wants to do in the first place. Because there's a, there's a wider question. I don't want to do that. But also like what Abby just said, should we even be doing this in the first place? That's right. Like if all the people Mm -hmm. were like, actually, I just want to do the basics, Mm -hmm. then we'd free up all this. Here's what I want to say. This is one thing that I have actually learned. Because how do we not get in our situation, the situation where we are constantly signing up for things that we don't want to do? I have learned that I have to say to myself, when someone proposes, do you want to do this thing? Or will you do this thing? Do I want to do it today or tomorrow? Mm -hmm. How, if this thing were tomorrow, would I want to do it? It's a good barometer. Okay. Because what I'm always doing is saying yes to something four months from now, because I constantly think I'm going to become a different version of myself by then yeah. who will want to do the type of thing that someone's asking me. But I've never become a different version of myself ever. If you don't want to do it today, you're not going to want to do it four months from now. Well,
2: I agree with, with your philosophy on some level, but I also think that there are things that we do want to do that are hard that even today, I'm like, I, I really don't want to do it. So- I also think that we have to go beyond just the day and think, will I have wanted to do this thing in five years? Will it be that important? Okay. Here's what I think we think. We think, no, but I, I want to do the, the decorate.
0: Even if, for people who do want to do the decorating, Godspeed. I have many friends that are like that and I love them and they are magic makers and yay. But if you are the type of person who doesn't want to do that thing, But you do it because you think it's tied to joyful family connection and experience. What I have found is when I do those extra, extra things that the world tells you you have to do to be a good mom, when I don't want to, I end up being bitter and tired and annoyed and that ruins the family connection yeah. that could have happened if i would have just shown up yeah. not done all the extra things and had a little bit more relaxation and peace about it because yeah, the kids never asked for all that shit
2: it's preventing the connection cuz you're all you're pissed and bitter and so then when you get into the moment you're just like exhausted and you're actually not in the connection of yeah. it yeah Okay, I have a surprise to tell you, honey. I booked us an Airbnb at the Thousand Islands with more space and privacy. And we get to opt into my family. So near family, but not with family. Yes. You solved family
1: near, but not with. (laughs) Thank you, Airbnb. (laughs) It's so exciting. Have you
2: ever thought about renting your place out like when you go away like that? Yeah, I have. There's some big events coming up in LA in the near future that I'm very excited that possibly we're going to do that for sure. When you really think about it, babe, it really is the perfect way to make some extra money. When we're away from L.A., when you're just living somewhere, it's easy to forget that the place you live in is actually a travel destination others want to visit. Your home might be worth more
1: than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. airbnb.com slash
2: host. Sister, you should rent your house too.
1: All right, let's hear from Jesse. Hi,
5: this is Jesse. Last year, I got out of a... Pretty huge breakup with my daughter's father and was exploring dating again. And I was seeing a gentleman who lived in a different state and we would trade, um, sexy photos back and forth. Ooh. Um, and I had sent him a photo back in August and then rolls around. Halloween, and my daughter and I were at a pumpkin patch with some friends, and I made a photo album to send my dad and oh. my mom, who live in North Carolina, far away. Oh my God. Um, and lo and behold, my iPhoto played a trick on me and added one of these sexy nude photos at the very end of the album of my young daughter being cute at a pumpkin patch, to which my father instantly said, are you kidding me? The last photo? That was his response to all of the beautiful photos of my daughter to his 38-year-old daughter. So at 38, I sent my father a um, nude photo. (laughs) I don't really know if you can top that. My response was just lol. Sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. I hope you have a great day. Oh, we will now. We will have a great day now, Jesse.
1: Oh, Ooh, so Jesse gives a whole new meaning to trick or treat. She's <laughs> like her her iPhone played a trick on me. Here's a treat, Pops. That's amazing. First of all, Jesse Hats off to you! Yeah. People do. The, people are sending sexy photos at thirty eight. I know. I'm, I'm living so
0: living proud vicariously through them. So I'm good. so proud of Jesse. That is so awesome. I oh. didn't know we still did that. Although I, I did that when we were first together. I sent you sexy photos. Oh. Do you remember? Oh,
1: okay. All right. All right. <laughs> treat. Treat. Yeah. Um. Also, how about her response? Treat. treat. LOL. I think- I love how we say LOL whenever it's the opposite of what we're doing. Because sure as shit, neither Jesse or her dad were LOLing in that
0: moment. They might never LOL again. Like, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can LOL ever no, again. I love Jesse. I don't know what we did before the, the LOL. Like, the, just that response to anything- pod squad, just mm-hmm. anything, anyone that pisses you off, anything that goes wrong, just oh, just, just channel Jesse, LOL, sorry. And, and especially if it's in real life. Yeah. If someone <laughs> se- comes up to you and says something dumbass, you just look at them and you say with a completely straight face, LOL, right? And then
1: that's it. Or we could use Melis- <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's mom. Well, probably. probably. Oh, we've said it. We've probably. Said it. Abby and I have said that to each other 20 times this past week.
0: <laughs> or our first caller, Amanda, we could also use, it's fun for me. I like it. So fuck off. That's right. Okay. That's if, yeah. if LOL yeah. doesn't work.
2: That's the next We move level. to
0: probably. And if they're still sticking around, it's fun for me. I like it. Fuck
1: off. <laughs> probably. That's great. <laughs> I like a three-step program. You're on yellow. You're about to go. To fuck off. <laughs>
0: okay, Pod Squad, we love you so much. And was it I hope, easy? I thought it was kind of easy. I mean, I'm still sweating as usual, but I don't really? know. How did you people feel about Easy Fridays?
1: I loved it. Okay. It's Friday. Everyone have fun. Yeah. Have Friday fun and do what you want to do and enjoy yourself. And also get I mean, a kick out of you. Yeah, get a kick out of you. And one last thing, just a teeny thing.
0: I love it when people do this on Halloween. If you feel like doing this, do it. If you don't don't. If it feels like too much. But you know how all the little ones who have like severe allergies can never mm-hmm. get their get their Halloween treats. Mm. So there's this thing you can do where you find a teal pumpkin, you put your teal pumpkin on the um front porch. And then the little ones who have severe allergies know that at your house they can get a safe treat. Mm. I just think what that- What is a safe treat? Well, anything that doesn't have peanuts in it. I mean, there's a hole that you can find a, a you know,
1: you can, yeah, you can get you non you can do pencils, things. you can
0: do tattoos. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, We do cool. a lot
1: of like little games, little mm-hmm. notebooks. They're just like any kind of treat thing. Also, let's not do Halloween shaming for a lot of neurodiverse kids, a lot of kids who have sensory issues. You might see kids that- look older than you would Mm -hmm. expect to have people trick-or-treating. You might see kids not in costumes. There's a lot of kids for, for whom sensory issues makes costumes really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and they deserve to have fun and enjoy the day just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. So let's just go ahead and challenge ourselves to not be shaming or policing the people who come to our door and just try to, you know, take that job off our hands Yeah, and think of our only job is passing out treats.
2: I have a confession to make. Oh, Lord. About Halloween. I have scarcity that no more trick-or-treaters will come to the door. And so whenever Mm -hmm. anybody shows up at my door, I give them like- I know. I'm like, take all of them. I know. Just take them all. (laughs) And then I got to go run to the store real quick because we're out. Me
0: too. We ran twice to the store in the middle of Halloween last I'm like, what is going
2: year? on right now with you, Abby? Like, just give them one
0: piece. All right. Happy Halloween. We love you all. We will see you back here next time. Have an easy Friday. Bye. Boop.